0: Hey, the one recipe is on a brief hiatus, so in the meantime, we're revisiting some of our favorite episodes from the archive. Have a listen. My name is Clancy Miller. I'm a writer. I'm the founder of For the Culture, a magazine celebrating black women and femmes and food and wine, and I'm the author of Cooking Solo. And a fun fact about me that not too many people know is that I'm kind of a stalker. (laughs) In a very gentle, non-harmful, non-malice-filled way, I enjoy following people um, and gathering information about people I'm extremely interested in. And this can be both professionally and personally. And nobody ever knows it's happening. (laughs) I'm very good at what I do.
1: I wonder what she found out about me. (laughs) Well, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm Jesse Sparks, and you're listening to The One Recipe, the podcast that asks chefs and good cooks the question, what is your one recipe? The one that works for you every single time. The one you turn to again and again. Well, answering that question this week is Clancy Miller. She's the founder of the magazine For the Culture and the author of the forthcoming book by the same name, She's also a pastry chef and the author of Cooking Solo, The Fun of Cooking for Yourself. Clancy, hello. Hello. How are you?
0: I'm doing well because I'm talking with you.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, you are too sweet. To anyone who does not know, Clancy is the expression of so many things that we all want to be. But today, I'm picking your brain about something very similarly sweet, very, very delicate and thoughtful. Today, we're talking cake. Cake. You know, I love to talk pastry with you anytime, but what we really have to do, you know, to set the scene, give people a little bit of insight, um, I really want to get to this one story that you have in the cookbook about your dad. Can we get into that one a little bit?
0: (laughs) Yes. So my love of sweets comes, uh, honestly, through both my mom and my dad. And I think the story you're referring to (laughs) is, um, this is going to embarrass my dad, but whatevs. I've already, I have actually written about it, so it's okay. Um, Sorry, uncle. (laughs) So back in the day, this bakery used to be around, and I think it actually just came back, but it's called the Midnight Kitchen, and they had a chocolate, hazelnut, tart cake situation- It was kind of like half tart, half cake. It was very dense and chocolatey and hazelnutty. And we loved it as a family. And my dad would go out to the midnight kitchen and pick up this tart and usually we would share it. That was our thing. And not that we had it every night or anything. It was just like a fun treat. One day I'm randomly going through (laughs) my dad's dresser drawers don't ask me what i was looking for <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> very casual as one yeah is. just
0: casual going through dad's stuff and <laughs> probably looking for money or something <laughs> anyway i come across this little pastry box and in it is the, the chocolate hazelnut tort cake tart thingy and i'm just like whoa And it was very clear it was not a gift. It wasn't going to be some kind of surprise, because we don't really do that. It's just like, hey, here's dessert. So I was like, this man, my dad, (laughs) has stashed a whole chocolate confection for himself. And this wasn't an individual tiny size. This was serves a family.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So today we're talking something also pastry related. What is your one recipe?
0: So my one recipe is a mini chestnut cake. And in my cookbook, I call them Parisian mini chestnut cakes, but it's because I learned it in Paris. But it's a little chestnut cake, and I (laughs) love it.
1: (laughs) So can you tell me about how you were first introduced to the recipe?
0: Okay, so back in the day when I was a wee little culinary student or just getting out of culinary school, I was lucky enough to get a stage at Taivon in Paris, and that is basically an unpaid internship in the culinary world. And I had completed the pastry program at Le Coron Bleu in Paris, and they placed us in, in different apprenticeships in the city and elsewhere. And so I was lucky enough to be at Thayvon in the pastry kitchen, and we made incredible, beautiful desserts. And many of them were kind of complicated, or not complicated because I had just finished a pastry program and learning all of the complex details of making French classic pastries and desserts. But I was surprised by this chestnut cake because it's incredibly easy. And my chef at the time, the pastry chef was a really lovely guy, Bertrand Bluie. And so he introduced me to it because it was his recipe. And it was one of the main desserts we would serve in the fall or winter, fall and winter, because chestnuts are kind of seasonal. And it's just lovely. It's basically chestnut puree and eggs. And the chestnut puree is sweetened, so you're not, Adding sugar. And it's like a one bowl recipe. You just dump it all in, mix. I kind of made the recipe smaller so it could be kind of an individual serving, or it makes, you can make three mini cakes. So depending upon how many cakes you eat in a day.
1: <laughs> <it> Listen, <laughs> we are not here to judge or to keep people from achieving their cake ambitions.
0: Exactly. We don't, we don't judge when it comes to, Sweets. Have at it.
1: Listen, breakfast cake, lunch cake, Hello, dinner cake, dresser cake. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Secret secret vault cake.
0: Exactly. We, we just
1: we love it all. <laughs> so so can you talk me through the actual techniques that you're doing from the very, very beginning? Like break it down to someone who may be a little bit intimidated by baking?
0: Sure. So the recipe is pretty simple. It's got butter in it, and you're using about two tablespoons of butter in the actual recipe. So it should probably be room temperature melted. And then you're going to have a little extra to coat the ramekin. And then you've got chestnut cream. My favorite brand is Clément Fougier, And they have, it's like a chestnut spread that has vanilla in it. And like I said, it's already sweetened. And then this is optional, but you can add candied chestnuts to it. So I like to dice the chestnuts. And candied chestnuts are, honestly, that's a great dessert that you don't have to make. (laughs) You just buy them. (laughs) They're candied. They're delicious. They're beautiful. And you just do kind of like a small dice on those. And then there are two large eggs and I like to top my cakes off with like a melted chocolate. But for the actual cake, it's super easy. You're going to preheat your oven. You're basically just going to whisk in the chestnut cream, your butter, the chopped up candied chestnut if you're using that. And you combine that. Then you add in your eggs one at a time. You whisk make sure it's combined, and then you literally just put it in the ramekins, in the little... A dream. Yeah, it's a super dream. simple.
1: So real quick, why chestnuts? What attracted you to it? What still is holding your attention all this time now?
0: Well, I like all nuts. Like, I, I'm a nut person. <laughs> and so there's that. And then yeah. I also think that chestnuts... They're kind of unusual, and they're really elegant, and they go really well in desserts.
1: So could you unpack that a little bit more? Like, what are the flavors of chestnuts that, that Ooh, you're so enamored by?
0: That I love? Okay, so granted, I'm talking about the sweet kind of chestnuts. So yeah. chestnut spread or candied chestnuts. But for me, I get I get notes of chocolate. I get notes of almost like brandy. Ooh. I get this kind of... It's like a deep sweet, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. a little bit of nuttiness, and then there's this nice consistency where it's not crunchy because it's been softened, but for the candy chestnut, it's slightly toothsome but not entirely, like it's just got enough chew to it. Just like the nutty, chocolatey, brandy-esque flavor. That's that's my jam.
1: You you do such a great job of saying this in the cookbook but one thing i love about this recipe in particular is that it really is the lower stakes lower stress less prohibitive way to really make good cakes that aren't going to be ridiculously complicated
0: totally it is a one bowl cake i think the reason why i love it so much aside from the taste is because it is very quick to prepare you don't have to think about it too much and it turns out really nicely. It's so easy, yet it's elegant. And if you are sharing it with friends, like, I think my recipe makes three small cakes. And so you kind of get to show off <laughs> and absolutely. pretend like you made this very fancy, chic dessert, which, I mean, it, it is a chic, little, elegant cake. But it's so easy, you know? You're just absolutely dumping some things in a bowl and whisking.
1: Listen— Perfect way to show off.
0: Exactly.
1: Do exactly, exactly that. Yeah. You know, this is this is a perfect one for it. Clancy, thank you so much for coming. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you.
0: It's my pleasure. You're one of my favorite people, and thank you for having me.
1: Clancy Miller is a food writer, pastry chef, and the author of the forthcoming book for the culture. You can find that recipe for her Parisian chestnut mini cakes in her book Cooking Solo on Instagram at the.1.recipe or at the one This week's episode was made for you by producer Erica Romero, Associate Producer Ren Farrell, Technical Director Derek Ramirez, and digital producer James Napoli. Sally Swift is our managing producer. APM Studios executives in charge are Alex Shaffer and Joanne Griffith. Beth Perlman is our executive producer. The one recipe was created by Sally Swift and Erica Romero. I'm Jesse Sparks, and this is APM Studios. Go treat yourself this week. Mm ¶¶